Music for the Beast Smith Podcast, like always, is brought to you by 16OS. You can check him out at 16OS. Oh, I just messed that up. Excuse me. <clears throat> music for the Beast Smith Podcast is brought to you by 16OS. You can check out his music at... Oh, my gosh. I'm going to do this right. Music for the Beast Smith Podcast is brought to you by my man, 16OS. You can check out his music at IAM16OS.com, and you can check him out in the new movie, Neighbors 2, in theaters now. Looking at the man right now, looking at the man right now, said we was coming and they see we wasn't playing right now, we ain't playing right now, say I won't make it, you up with what you saying right now. This is a weird way to start off, but I just want to make sure we're all clear. If you hear any padding noises in the background, that is me trying to keep myself from scratching the hell out of my locks. These things are itching so bad. I've had them for about two months now, and it stopped itching for a little while, but man, that thing is kicked back up. And my hair lady, Carla, told me not to use any more of the Jamaican itch spray because I've gone real crazy with it. Now there's like... Well, there's all kind of bad stuff going on, but she fixed it. Shout out to Carla. Um, there's a patent noise in case you're wondering what I was talking about. Anyhow, thank you once again for joining me. Really glad that you all could be here. Um, I'm recording live from my studio, which happens to be in my bedroom, which happens to be in my luxurious, expansive one-bedroom apartment here in the suburbs of Atlanta. And everybody knows that when you live in Atlanta, whether you live outside of 285 like I am right now or whether you live inside, kind of closer to the city, there is traffic no matter where you go. But every year around this time, we all get excited because schools are out and the buses and parent traffic are all gone for about 10 weeks anyway. But it's such a nice break. The summer is because again the kids are out of school so it lessens the amount of cars that you have in those buses that you have on the road in the mornings and that kind of ties into what i'm going to talk about this week because we all had uh high school graduations going on throughout the state really throughout the country and i remember my high school graduation and getting out of school and how excited i was to be done with that period in my life but truthfully i did a lot of growing personally in high school and i know a lot of people say oh well yes certainly everybody did some growing in high school but i really felt like high school is where i started to develop some of the personality traits some of my strengths that i carry with me to this day but it wasn't easy so about a year ago i actually wrote a series of blog posts about pivotal moments in my life high school included called the life story told through rap and this was really important for me to do because when i kind of thought about things and where i where i had been and where i am today i noticed that music rap music in particular played a really big part in that i i truly had a soundtrack to my life when i recalled all the events that took place and i was a really big hip-hop head in high school i subscribed to Vibe magazine, I bought Double XL or some of the other ones, the source, whenever they looked interesting on the newsstand. So I was always keeping up with what was going on in rap music at the time. I bought all my favorite albums the day they came out in the store. So music was a really huge part of my life. And a lot of the music I listened to kind of influenced the way that I thought at the time, how I felt about myself, how I view other people. So again, I decided to write a blog post. It ended up being about four different posts in total called The Life Story Told Through Rap. And today I'm going to read the first of those entries, which is about how I was feeling in those early days in high school. So we're going to get to that in just a second. 
as I sip on my Anchor Steam beer that I got from Trader Joe's. If you all are interested in really good, cheap beer, Trader Joe's is, is definitely the way to go. And that will be the last free advertisement I give out on this podcast. And right now we're going to go ahead and go to the verse of the week. And this is off one of the albums that I played the heck out of in high school. This is a Kanye West debut album, The College Dropout. Y'all don't go nowhere. Life Story Told Through Rap coming up here on the Beast Smith Podcast. This is family business, and this is for the family that can't be with us. And this is for my cousin locked down, all the answers in it. This is why I spit it in my song so sweet like a photo of your granny's picture. Now that you're gone, it hit us. Super hard on Thanksgiving and Christmas This can't be right Yeah, you heard the track I did, man This can't be like Somebody please say grace So I can save face And have a reason to cover my face I even made you a plate So fool, know how granny do it Monkey bread on the side Know how the family do it When I brought it, why the guard Had to look all through it As kids, we used to laugh Who knew that life would move this fast? Who knew I have to look at you Through a glass and look Tell me you ain't did it You ain't did it And if you did, then that's family business When I think about it, it's easy for me to link every major point of growth or change in my life to the music I had on my CD player or iPod or iPhone at any given point. The content of the lyrics and persona of the artist behind them reflected who I was or who I wanted to be at the time and also foreshadow who I was about to become. These are the albums that, for me, define the peaks and turmoil that have changed my worldview and taught several lessons along the way. Life Story Told Through Rap, Part 1. Big Boy and Dre present Outcast. Outcast 2001. A routine Sunday morning drive to church first made me realize that a large part of my life experience was shared with two megastars. Before hearing the shoutouts to Campbellton Road and Southwest Atlanta littered throughout Big Boy and Dre Presents, Outkast music made sense to me only as an assortment of radio hits and occasional words of reverence from my older cousin, who happened to be a Tri-Cities High School alum, and scolded me for not knowing anything about the Dungeon family, then jokingly asked for directions on how to get to Sesame Street. That ultimately serendipitous route to church through the Swats and past Campbellton Road on the way to East Point felt mundane to me until I recognized that these places were abstract and fascinating enough to be the subject of hot records for worldwide audiences. Atlanta wasn't just home. It was a place to be proud of. Northern transplants and their unwanted opinions be damned. While the uninitiated who popped in Big Boy and Drake could only imagine slamming Cadillac doors outside Greenbrier or walking through Underground, I had been there, done that, and had the Marta car to prove it. This album, viewed as a throwaway greatest hits compilation by some hardcore cast fans, was much more to me. It helped me see that culture and a unique upbringing didn't exclusively exist in a faraway place. I could be significant right where I was. The College Dropout, Kanye West, 2004. Back when album releases were still exciting, and I'll throw this in even though it wasn't in the original blog post, back when album releases were planned and scheduled ahead of time, 
The college dropout was the one I anticipated most. I was only 14 when it dropped and promptly listened through it while playing marathon sessions of Madden 04. Before it drew public scorn, Kanye West's confidence was absolutely contagious. He was simply unapologetically different, a personification for everything that a rapper wasn't supposed to be at the time, with his pink sweaters and college background, and suddenly me and the other black dudes in the honors classes at school didn't have to exhaust ourselves by existing in two worlds. We would dress like trap stars, like T.I., while scuffing our Air Forces to make lit class on time. It didn't make any sense. Most of Dropout's themes didn't touch on any personal experiences I'd had by the ninth grade. Even still, I figured that the road I was headed down was more likely to contain job disillusionment, like Kanye talked about on Spaceship, and seemingly insurmountable creative rejection, like he talked about on Last Call, than the jail bids and drug deals gone awry other rappers were rapping about. If Outkast let me know that I had a story, Dropout made it clear that I didn't have to be embarrassed about it. Yeah, I'm looking at the man right now, looking at the man right now, it's the man right now, looking at the man right now. Looking at the man right now Said we was coming and they see we wasn't playing right now We ain't playing right now Say I won't make it with up you saying right now You saying right now I'm the man right man.